0: Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Petty thief Harry Lockhart stumbles into a Hollywood audition while on the run from the cops. He lands the role of a lifetime and is taken under the wing of L.A. private detective Gabe Perry for research. A bizarre crime is revealed as Harry has to play detective for real when his life becomes entangled with an old flame in Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang. (laughs) The trash episode 74 kiss kiss bang bang my name is eric my name is jason how you doing <clears throat> i am doing great how are you feel good look good. good smell good uh that you do yeah. i can uh i can vouch for two of those yeah <laughs> the smelling not so much uh the smell and the look okay really? oh okay yeah, yeah. i don't wow. know how you're feeling I wouldn't lie about such manner, manner yeah. of things. Right. These are important factors in my life. Yeah. And yours. And no ours. ours. And, and should be for everyone, and, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ha-ha. <laughs> so, yeah. Jesus. Dame yeah, How are you doing? I'm all right. Do I ever ask? Uh, Occasional. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, you seem all right. right. You uh, seem uh, up. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, mm. uh, the the uh, domestic abuse uh, has uh, been down to a low roar for oh, the past that's, couple that's weeks. So. Very good, or at least for, since last week. So it's <laughs> very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, no, nothing special. Not really. Nothing. No. nothing exciting? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, very unexciting life. I don't do anything when when I'm. Mm. Not at work or doing this. So those are your two things. Those are my two things, and that makes for a very unexciting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not talk about those things. Okay. Um. Well, what about you? Um, uh, wow. Uh, nothing much. Right. I'm I'm am cl- clean. I got yes, a new haircut. You. Hair are. <laughs> you uh, we've uh, posted the photos on uh, on the page of uh, you and your. Uh, Horrificness. Yeah, yeah, it's gone now. I got a nice haircut. Oh, I did I tell you the story about the barber? No. Okay, this is not too bad. <laughs> uh, the next day, or actually the same day. Uh, well, let's uh, fill in some backstory. Okay, it was your birthday last week. Right, my birthday. I turn, and, turned thirty three. Yeah. I'm a quarter. I'm a I'm a third of a century years old, basically. Right. Uh, okay, and um, it, it was uh, a year where you had to renew your license. That time. It, of the, uh, every four or five years? Every four years. Four years, yeah. So you, uh, decided that, uh, since all of your license photos are terrible, you're going to control the terribleness of it. Yeah. Got yourself a mullet. Yeah. A mullet for my license. And, Wonder. uh, I Wonder. did not uh, support you in your actions. Mm-hmm. I've seen your license photo. Uh, I have to say that it did not work for you. <laughs> it's a mullet. Uh, you did a mullet, but, uh... Yeah, it doesn't uh, look like, I think, what you uh, imagined it would. I, I was Well, I was hoping for, you know, kind of funny. It just looks like some guy with a mullet, which, that's fine. I can deal with that. Or you could have just had a normal haircut like a normal human being, and it would have looked fine. It but it's always terrible. Every time I pull my license out, when I go to the bank or uh, bar or whatever, I'm always like, oh, I hate that photo. I'm making that weird face. Now I'm going to be like, ha-ha, that's hilarious. That's that's it's all. not that's all. I want. <laughs> well, but I get a chuckle out of it. I don't right. care. If, I don't right. care if the bar guy he he might just think I actually had a mullet, and now I'm trying to you know be a different person. Uh, who knows? Who cares? Right. I, I don't want to talk about it too much anyway. I don't want to feel like uh, like I'm trying to like be cool somehow. I just I just thought it'd be fun, and I had fun. All right. and and the bowling. We went bowling, and we that went bowling. that was more fun than them than the photo. Yeah. Wimble in the night before I got my, my lessons, and uh, I'm glad you showed up. I mostly showed up because uh, I was avoiding the domestic abuse uh, situation <laughs> right. uh, above me. Yeah. Uh, not out of support of your awful mullet. Yeah. Or your outlaws t-shirt. Or your butt crack that Joe and I had to <laughs> keep looking at all night. <laughs> yeah. I wore some tight clothes. <clears throat> yes, you did, and yeah. it was uh, disturbing. Yeah. That's kind of what I was going for. There, disturbing in a fun way though. So you uh, got your license photo, and then you went and got a real haircut like a gentleman. Immediately, like I I swear, I left the license bureau. I I showed up at seven forty-five in the morning, and there was a guy ahead of me in line, and he was just he was going on and on about how you know he's like how awesome your moment was. No, no. And that was the best part is, like, I so I so blended in. He wasn't, he wasn't like, a, is that a joke? I mean, he was just like, man, this is fucked up, man. I tried to buy this car over on Dixie. They won't give me no fucking money. I can't get my my, uh, my ID because I ain't got no birth certificate shit, man. It's all fucked up. Like, he just kept going on. And this is 7.45 in the morning. So uh, he was angry and that he's a low life. Yeah. Okay. He was pissed, yeah. That he's a low life. Right. And, uh, that he doesn't have enough of his shit together. That he does not have official documentation. At, he has nothing. He didn't even like. She gave him a list of things like he could substitute for his birth certificate. He right. had none of them. You know? <laughs> no social security card, no photo ID. Like basically, he probably wasn't even the man he was trying to right, right, portray right. himself yeah. to be. Um, but so yeah, I showed up bright and early. I got my photo. Drove. I, well, actually, I drove home and I shaved my mustache off myself right. and and uh, my stubble, and I drove right to my barber, uh, over on the uh, Dorothy Lane over there by Tronies, uh, barber. I yeah. think it's just called barber. <laughs> and so <laughs> I walk in, and the guy—I think I've told you this before he has that voice like the Billy Bob Thornton and yeah, the yeah, sl- yeah. Sling Blade voice. He's like, oh, next. <laughs> you know, and I sit down. And I and goes, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I was like, uh, just regular haircut, which in their terminology means real, real short. Right. And he was like, okay. How about that stuff in the back? <laughs> That's what I said. And I was like, get rid of it. And he's like, okay. And he's like, I was hoping you'd say that. And then <laughs> I, <laughs> and he starts cutting my hair, and he doesn't know me very well. I've I've been there maybe a dozen times over the, over the years. And uh, he starts cutting my hair, and he goes. Did you try to do this yourself? (laughs) And I was like, no, actually, my roommate, she did it uh, last night. And he goes, "Uh oh, she's not ready to spread her wings and fly yet. (laughs) And then he went on to be a little sexist. He was like, yeah, women, they think just because they can trim their own bangs up, they can give a guy a haircut. Uh, No no good. (laughs) I was like, that's awesome. All right. Yeah take a personal offense this uh, offends my family yeah this offends my my uh, my bloodline what why is that my mother is She's an a beautician well yeah hair stylist but, but he's just being he's some 60 year old white guy you know my mom's a 64 year old hispanic lady and they would probably get along as long as he didn't see her cutting hair <laughs> Mm. Oh, the best thing about it, though, like uh, it was—it's Melvin and Michael usually in the barbershop, and I had Melvin, which I usually do, and Michael's another older guy, but he wasn't there. And it, and the, their photos usually hang above the chair there's two chairs, and some other guy was there, like a younger kid, like I'd say about our age, with tattoos all over him, buff guy, super buff. Like, I think these are all like ex-prison guys. Yeah, and uh, and and the young guy though, he's like hyper. He's hyperactive and he's cutting this old that man's is, hair. That uh, is not what I want in a barber. Oh, I know. I was like, because he was cutting this old man's hair, and he was the only one cutting hair. Melvin was just like walking around cleaning up stuff, and I was like, oh dear God, I hope I don't get this young guy with tattoos on his neck of spider webs, you know. Right. <laughs> and luckily, I didn't. I got Melvin. But while while the uh, while Melvin's cutting my hair, uh, on the radio, uh, uh, a Gloria Estefan song comes on. Which somehow reminds the young spiderweb tattooed jail guy of Tracy Chapman, and he goes, he goes, you know that song, Fast Car, by Tracy Chapman, and uh, <laughs> and Melvin's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Spiderweb says, is she black or white? And and, uh, and Melvin Melvin says, she's black as all get out. <laughs> And, uh, and the other guy's like, well, I, I, you know, I just, I like the song, but I just didn't know if she was black or white. And I could tell, like, he all all of a sudden did not like the song anymore. Right, right. But he didn't want to say that, which, you know, it is what it is. So I should hang out with this guy, what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> he would love, he would love to come over, yeah. <laughs> spy on your neighbors, to, he wouldn't even have to spy on your neighbors, he would yeah. just have to come over and he would experience he it, would exp- yeah, yeah, he would live it. I just want to, again, throw out there, I am not racist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just hate your neighbors. I, yeah. Seriously, seriously, do. Yeah. Anyhow. I don't blame you. I don't huh?
1: blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. So well, Yeah. I killed the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. other than that, nothing uh, nothing too exciting. Uh, we did uh, Gym City Con last weekend. Oh, yeah. Anything uh, interesting there? Did you talk to... Uh, Jim Balantina okay. uh, <laughs> could not remember who was actually me. Jeremy actually went over to talk to him because he actually is a fan. Like like right. I, I read Normal Man, I liked it. I read Shadowhawk, did not like it. Uh Jeremy loves Shadowhawk, legitimately so. And he went over to speak to the man and he wasn't at the table at the time. And me and Jeremy were the only two employees that were at our tables. so right. that was basically the only time he got away from the table all day. So he didn't he didn't get to meet him. But uh, Yeah. Well, well, fuck Jim Valentino, though. Yeah, where was he? He was probably in the bathroom. He was probably combing his mustache or something. I've uh, <clears throat> had experiences where creators weren't at tables and, like, just for some reason never were at their tables. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure he came back. You never know. You, 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 you obviously don't know. Yeah, I, can, I never even saw that. him. I, I saw Don Rosa, the Disney artist. That's pretty cool. Uh, that was it? That was basically, it. And I bought a Marvel uh, two in one number eight, real cheap because it was the only one that uh, shop dot com didn't have cheap. Right, right, found one of those at the table next to me. Sweet. It well, was convenient. <laughs> very, very I, just, I only looked at two tables. I looked at that one and a table across the the aisle because this guy wanted to trade with us. Right. And I went over there and he wanted to trade some 60 Spider-Mans for our 40s Phantom Lady. Uh-huh. And I was all down for that because 60 Spider-Mans sell, sell really well. Right. But I went over and we just couldn't make it happen. Couldn't, right. We couldn't come to a, a deal. Make a connection. And yeah, like he wanted to do a certain price and I wanted to do a certain price and neither yeah. one of us could budge. Sure. I was like, but I was like, well, you were playing hardball, though. I was. I thought he would come crawling back to the table. Right, but right. I was like I was like, well, no hard feelings. Thanks for letting me look at your books. And he was like, hey, no problem. So I mean it, it didn't end poorly anything, right, right, So, right. that was good. I uh I had uh I had you looking for a book for me, but you uh you uh shackled to the table. Shackled to the table, so you uh Ponded up. what is the the word I'm looking for here? you uh you micromanaged it to uh, someone else. Yeah, I was. Yeah, sweet. I was thought. I thought you were looking for a derogatory term. No, no. Okay. Uh, delegated is yeah. the word I'm looking for. Actually, you you delegated the shop to someone else to a joji to a joji long time listener, long time uh, guest. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, actually, he's not a long time listener. He's only been listening to a few months. But it's uh, a long time in the scheme of things. That's true. I wouldn't want to listen for a few months. I gave up after a few weeks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> As did I. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, he, uh, you sent him out looking for it. He, he uh, You owed me a couple bucks, and he got that exact book I was looking for for the exact amount of money that you owed me. That's that's what Joji does. Joji is amazing. Uh, there's three words that describe Joji best. Makes things happen. That, that is three words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good job, Josie. Fantastic. So I've uh, completed my run of John Byrne's Next men woo Yeah. Burn buddy. <laughs> Boom. And I've been reading them. Yeah? They're not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I read some of them uh, when as they were coming out. I, I don't know how far I made it. I didn't make it to the Hellboy issue, though. Uh, I didn't make it that far. But. Well, the first time around, I only made it to, like, issue six. Mm-hmm. That's probably where I made it. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in that vicinity. But, uh, I think uh, you guys at Mavericks had a uh, $0.50 box out recently, and you had a good majority of the run in there for $0.50 a pop, and I think you even cut me a deal on them, so I think I wound up getting them for like a quarter apiece. Hey, there you go. So, like I said, I had like maybe 10 issues to get total. My comic shop had most of them for about a dollar each, except for issue number 21, which for some reason is the first appearance of Hellboy. (laughs) Which, I love Hellboy. It's not why I wanted that. Yeah, I just wanted to read it. <laughs> right. And it was like $30 online yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And none of the local stores had it. So, yeah. I, 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 is distracting. You, you keep reminding me of Princess Leia time I look up like, the, oh, first, the first movie where she has the buns in her head. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I, 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 like, I was like, ah, I thought that once. I will not think that again. And every time I look up, I'm like, Princess Leia. Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, good times, the yeah, comic show I that. did not go because I refused to But uh, mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to next weekend Space, Space, buddy Space 2010 2010, the year we make contact it is? it is I haven't said that in a while It's been a few weeks <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I figured, you know, once I got that out of the way The first couple weeks of uh, the year uh, there's really no reason for me to say 2010 anymore, the year we make contact. So, but every time that I do say it, I am going to say <laughs> the year it contact. I think I think I'm still going to go with 2010. I like, yeah, the, way wrong. I like the way it sounds. I like the way it sounds. Sounds good. When uh, when it becomes uh, 2020 is when I'll do uh, that. Yeah, I, uh, but then that'll remind you of good vision. Well, right, but but also sat, rolls off the tongue 2020. because you're, cause you're used to it. 2020. All <laughs> right, so 2020, 2020, 2021, 2022. So you're going to keep it going? I'll keep going okay. with that. But up until then, I'm doing 2000. Okay. Well, well, this could be the uh, the wrong uh This is the thing that uh, yeah. uh, destroys our friendship? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <coughs> this is the one thing. I couldn't <laughs> get past it. Well, yeah. luckily, neither of us are just uh, spouting dates. uh it's true. W- all willy nilly. So anyway, uh, Space Twenty Ten is coming up. Two thousand and <clears throat> ten, you make contact. <laughs> we're gonna April twenty fourth. We're gonna be there. Uh, represent. You will be there representing. Uh, I will be there, uh, being a jackass and lounging around. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the show's all about. Yeah. And no, seriously, if some, if somehow John Bobosh makes it. Seriously, everyone involved in the listening or producing of Gutter Trash will be there. Pretty much, yeah. There may be a couple people who have never written to us or, right. or let us know that they are listeners, but uh, everyone that we know of that's a listener, with the exception of John Bobosh, will be there. John, you gotta make it. You serious? Huh? Come on, buddy. Just uh, round it out. <laughs> What's going on in D.C.? Nothing. <laughs> ever? Is there ever anything going on in D.C. that's not going on in Ohio? No. What? Ever. What do they have there? Guy Davis is going to be there. There's B-52s or B-29s flying over. Love today. Jack. Yeah. No. No. Tin Roof Rusted. It was going over the. Rock Lobster. The Doolittles. The Doolittles? Uh, um, the reunion of uh, the, the. Shiny the, Happy People. Holding Hands. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, today at like uh One-ish. This massive amount of, uh, I think it was B 29s flew over the Kettering area on the way to the Dayton Air Show, uh, or not not an air show, but just yeah, an air show. July. It was some sort of event at the at the uh, <clears throat> Air Force Base. <throat> uh, what? Hamvention? Is it really? I don't know. That sounds like an intervention to not eat kosher unkosher right. meats anymore. Do you know what the hamvention is? It's a ham radio thing? Yes. Convention? Yes. I just made that up. But no, yeah, okay. yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's at the Hair Arena every year. <laughs> my, my coworker was just talking about it the other day because he's going to be volunteering there. At a hamvention. At the hamvention. Is he in the ham radio? No, he is not. <laughs> uh, he was basically saying that uh, he's, uh, he's going to be working at the strangest place on earth. Which will be the Hamvention? A bunch of weird old dudes. He said that. Uh, he so he's been to comic conventions. He's been to gaming conventions. He's been to like Dragon Con. Uh, but uh, the Hamvention is the strangest place of all, because it's all the social awkwardness of all those places like tripled. <laughs> because not only that, they're like weird and and old and disconnected with anything that's right, going on. and they're all techie. Yeah, And they all are, like, heavy into, like, conspiracy theories. And it's, like, a combination of, like, you know, your typical uh, nerd, your old person, and your, like, NASCAR fan, oh and your rednecks. That's, that's all combined. That's quite an amalgam. Yeah. But are they, are they techie in today's terms, or are they techie, like, 50s style? Uh, both, I believe. Really? Yeah. Because okay. I'm sure there's new and upcoming technology as far as ham radio goes. <laughs> there's, like, ham radio blogs. Right. And, no, and of course, them. there has to, there be. to be. Probably. There has to be. I mean, probably, yeah, <laughs> but okay. Wow, <laughs> <clears throat> that's weird, though. That it's weird. But anyway, there's uh, something about uh, uh, it. Planes went over. Planes. The, uh, I didn't know what this was until today, but apparently uh, the first retaliation of uh, uh, of the Americans on Japanese soil uh, after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, uh, it was called the Doolittle Run, okay. and they basically stripped these planes down. They were nothing but it was it was literally like a seat, a gas tank, and guns. That was it, and uh, and these these people went over and they like bombed factories and things, you know, in Japan, and then they crash landed in China because they didn't have enough fuel to get back. And then it was up to the Chinese who were at war with Japan at the time to get these American soldiers back. And today was like a reunion of all the surviving Doolittle pilots, wow. and they all flew to uh, uh, to Wright Pat. These so guys have to be like ninety years old. Some of them are super old, and These some people of them, probably don't even aren't even allowed to drive. I, well, yeah, was, <laughs> but they can fly planes though. <laughs> uh, some of them were not driven by the actual pilots. Like, okay, like one of our customers actually, his his grandpa was one of the Doolittle guys. And his his dad was actually flying the plane today. Because, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, some of those guys, like you said, would be super old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be a little scary. <laughs> At least there's no bombs on the planes that's anymore. That's true. That's true. And but a uh, flashback in the middle of be uh, <laughs> scary, like, Okay, you know, ready to release boars? <laughs> <laughs> like, over downtown Dayton. Yeah. Um, remember, we got a crash. Uh, the Chinese can rescue us. And then they crash into, like, you know, Dragon Dynasty. <laughs> <and>, <laughs> Canal Street Tavern? Yeah, yeah. That'd be unfortunate. Well, at least the Dragon Dynasty would be unfortunate. Canal Street Tavern, whatever. <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan of Canal Street Tavern. Yeah, not a fan at all. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. I'll never be back. Really? Yeah. That bad of an experience? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Douchiness all around. Okay. Uh, mostly on the part of the workers. Yeah. If you're listening to Canal Street workers, I mean you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nothing. I uh like I can totally see w- what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh they are kind of they're are indie music douchebags. And so much more. They're it, just they're just Well douchebags in general. Yeah, douchebags in general and music douchebags. Right, right. right which yeah. is not a great combo. No. <laughs> not not for the liking of uh your personality, you know. <clears throat> it seems like I was gonna say something else about the doolittle guys. Can't remember it. That they do right. Um Doctor Doolittle? Doctor no. Doolittle. Uh Tinroof Rusted. Uh, tin uh ba, 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 ba. What did you say? What? what? Tinroof Rusted. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I got nothing. Alright. But anyway, yeah, they were there. Uh flying around today, making crazy noises. We were like, what the heck? I, I was like, is that a is that a railroad in the sky? Like sort of sounded like I didn't hear a thing. Wow, well, pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty fucking Crazy. Crazy indeed, but hey, you know what else is crazy? What's that? Noir. Noir. It's back. (laughs) We're back, baby. (laughs) The noir Uh, is back. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Written and directed by Shane Black. Who, uh, probably more famously known as the writer of the Lethal Weapon movies. At least the first one. Really? Yeah. Wow. And the severely underrated... The Last Boy Scout. Yeah? Yeah. At least I think he was. Either way, Last Boy Scout severely underrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I haven't seen it in a decade, so right. I can't really can't really say my current opinion on it. I know I liked it when I was a, a man-child. As did I. I think I saw it, uh... A couple years ago, my dad on TV. Mm-hmm. My dad was on TV, and he was watching The Last Boy Scout. On TV. On TV. That's bizarre. I said, that's weird. <laughs> what, what kind of programming would that be? That's got to be public access. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Old guys watching movies from the 80s. Next on public access. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> like, especially if they're making comments yeah, yeah. asking for beers from their wives yeah. and falling asleep awkward moments, and, yeah, that'd be good. Just getting up and going to the bathroom yeah. for like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. smoking a stogie, yeah. yelling at kids on the lawn. <laughs> Someone needs to make that happen. <laughs> uh, maybe that could be the new, uh, the new evolution of uh, shock theater that Brassfield's putting together. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just Dr. Creep, just boring <laughs> at things. <and laughs> oh, he is getting old. Man. He's super old. Barry, what's his last name? Hobart. Hobart. Yeah. Can we dedicate this episode to Barry Hobart? Barry, this one's for you. All right, cheers. Cheers, my brother. Bringing us all sorts of entertainment during our childhood yeah. and horror movies. He's, he's, the, uh, he, he's the local horror movie guy. You guys all know these yeah. guys, those public access horror movie hosts. And uh, you guys uh, should totally check out a movie called uh, American Scary. It's a documentary about those guys. Uh, Doctor Creep's interviewed a couple times, but yeah, it's just talking about all like the the big ones. You know, I still haven't seen that. It's really good. Is Captain Kangaroo on there? No, no. El is. Oh, yeah. Why would Captain Kangaroo be on there? Because he was fucking scary. (laughs) He may have been scary to you, but that was not his purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mister Green Jeans, scary. Is that Uncle Al or is that Captain Kangaroo? I don't know. I'm mixing them all up. Do not know. Is that Sven Or is that Peter Gabriel? I don't know. Was Peter Gabriel Sven Gulley? Anyone ever seen Sven and Peter Gabriel in the same room at the same time? Hmm. Right Right as snow. snow. (laughs) This this is a big time here. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So, ha, ha, ha. it's hilarious. Uh, Star Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, Corbin Burnson. He's still alive. He is still alive. He's on a show called Psych. Didn't I know that? Yeah, he did. You've seen it. I I haven't seen him on there. I'm pretty sure yeah. have. You every episode. Swear I haven't. He's on every episode. I mean, maybe I'm... you didn't recognize him because he doesn't have hair. Well, he didn't have hair in this one. That's true, but they should have uh, seen where he had hair. That's true. What Was it? Was that a clip from L.A. Law? That had to be. Yeah, had to be. But did he ever carry a gun in L.A. Law? Uh, maybe he did like a TV movie. And that was a okay. like clip from that. But I think like all those other scenes had to be from L.A. Law. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, l- I love that sort of thing reusing old things and making it something new yeah. and cool, much like hip-hop and industrial music um moving on <laughs> so robert downey jr he's funny good and stuff he is good yeah i don't know why uh because I know, like, uh, when, when Iron Man came out and everyone was like, oh, my God, it's the return of Robert Downey Jr. He never went anywhere. Yeah. He was always making excellent movies. Yeah. Always making excellent movies. And being excellent in movies if they weren't so excellent. Yeah, yeah you know, I, it, I think when it, when I was in high school was the first time I realized he was actually good when I, I saw him uh, as Wayne Gale in, the, in Natural Born Killers. He was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Spitwell. So. Oh. Oh he's great. Yeah. I, I vaguely kinda remember now that he was in that. Yeah. <clears throat> After that I was like, huh, that guy's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he did sort of follow the limelight during the whole drug problem thing. Yeah, but like, you know, even like, like like when he was out of jail and like started making movies again, like I mean he was always good in whatever he did. Right. You know, and like some of the stuff he did maybe not have gotten a lot of exposure, but you know, he was always working. Right. Yeah. You know? It's not like he, uh, like fell off the face of the earth or anything like that. Mm. I mean, everybody pretty much knew where he was. He was either in jail or making a movie. The public just sort of glossed over him. Yeah. forgot about him a little bit. So I think it's unfair that, uh, I mean, Iron Man was awesome. I love it. Mm. But, uh, I think it's a little unfair that that's his comeback. Right. Especially when, you know, just a couple years earlier he made this movie. Kiss, kiss. Bang, bang. Yeah. Which was, in my opinion, pretty fucking awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It's it's so, it's like witty. It's it's like a crime noir. Uh, Comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it reminded me of Moonlighting. You know, like. Uh, right, yeah. Like I it can had, see that. It had like the drama, but it also had the hilarious parts. Right. Uh, or even like. Uh. I, there's even parts of it that were kind of quirky, like almost like Terry Gilliamish or like yeah, Hudson yeah. Hawk. Actually, no, it's reminded me of all these Bruce Willis movies, uh, except for Unbreakable because it wasn't a horrid piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> it it was fun. It was a fun, good movie. Fast-paced, witty dialogue. I'm sorry, I just got that Unbreakable uh, yeah. jab in there. <laughs> I love Unbreakable. I can't stand that movie. It's the best comic book movie ever made. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. Isn't it also the most boring comic nope. movie ever made? <laughs> nope. We'll agree to disagree. Alright. I can't stand that movie. I can't stand it. Uh, i would say The Hulk. The Angly. No. Then the new one? Yeah. Worst? Or yeah. just the most boring. Most boring. <laughs> Worst is definitely uh any of the shoemaker. Schumacher, Batman. Those are bad. Uh, Any of the Punisher movies, any of them are pretty much down there. Right. Uh, Ghost Rider, though, has to be uh, all time number one worst comic book. See, I actually like that one. I know you do, but you're retarded. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Anyhow. (laughs) But but we can both agree on this one. Oh, this one is awesome. yeah. Yeah. Uh,. Yeah, I've been wanting to, to 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 get you to watch this for a while, and uh, yes. I, I finally had to like you know schedule that out to make sure that uh, that I uh, picked it for a show. It was good, okay. uh, fast pace. It uh, had that. it's breaks the fourth wall with the narration a couple of times. Here, here. Um, plays with uh, some of the conventions of movies. here you know. right, like because uh, <laughs> it's not like he. There's only one part where he's actually. Talking to the camera, like at the end. Right, right. But, but like, the rest of it, it's all like him narrating and it's the voiceover. And, and it makes sort of, it makes <clears throat> sort of, uh, like, pokes fun at the genre trappings. Right, of yeah. Kind of like the formula, even. Yeah, right. It's like, uh, oh, why is this scene in here? Maybe this will play later in the movie. And right. They, yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be so tongue in cheek. I thought it was going to be, for some reason, I, I, ant- I anticipated it being like this really stylistic representation of. You know, you know, like a crime noir movie, but like a hip version, maybe with right, like right. a little bit of comedy. But yeah, it was like way off as far as what I expected. It's, yeah, it's almost like, yeah, like Moonlighting or something. You know, Hudson Hawk, something that's like fast paced and witty and like weird, like quirky and weird. But also a pretty decent story. Good, oh, fuck, good yeah. crime noir story. <clears throat> Get. uh... Robert Downey Jr. playing a petty criminal who inadvertently becomes an actor, who inadvertently becomes a private detective. <laughs> We've all been there. Of course. Yeah. It's just uh, one of those things that happens. Got uh, Val Kilmer as a homosexual private eye. This is one of Val Kilmer's good roles. He it does definitely. Yeah. He, he does good and bad. This was definitely good. Yeah. Apparently he must do more than bad because he's not in a lot of stuff. Actually, he's in a ton of shit, but it's all direct-to-video anymore. Oh, he's in McGruber. Do you know what that is? Nope. Oh, you're so lucky! It looks like the worst movie ever. <laughs> uh, it, it's a... Okay, you remember uh, It's Pat, the movie? Okay. I've never seen it, but I know of its existence. <laughs> well, no one has. Right. Much like no one should go see McGruber. It's a Saturday Night Live skit that they've turned into a feature film. Uh. And it's coming to theaters anytime now. All right. I actually saw well, a trailer. Hopefully, it'll then go to, uh, an It's Pat or Stuart Saves the World. Yeah, uh, the cat that can drive a car, the film. I don't think that exists. Oh, it does? I, I swear. Don't believe you. I swear it does. If I pick it, will we watch it? <laughs> <laughs> if you can prove it exists, <laughs> then yes, I will. I've, watch it. I've never seen it, but I remember seeing the, like, the video at the racket, like, accent video or something. Man. I swear. Er, K- Carrie's Carey's video, man. Uh, again, uh, <laughs> I, know of, uh, I know of of Pat, and I know of uh, Stuart Saves the World. I don't know if Stuart Saves the World was uh, Stuart Smalley, the, uh, you know, the I'm good enough. Oh, um, really? Guy, they yeah. made a movie? They made a movie. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, have they ever made... Oh, I'm trying to think of a Saturday Night Live movie that was oh. actually successful. Blues Brothers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Was there one with uh, Molly Shannon? As the, like, the... Girl Superstar. That's what it was called. Uh, I don't think that was successful, but that was a movie. I never saw that one either. (laughs) I've only seen Blues Brothers and Coneheads. Coneheads, not so great. I kind of like Coneheads. Really? Yeah. It's like 30 years too late for it, but you know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, Wasn't there something else? Was there like a Will Ferrell spinoff movie or something? I'm not sure. Probably not. Uh, Probably every Will Ferrell movie he ever made. Was there a was there a Land Shark movie that have been good? You know the Candygrams Shark. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It was Wayne's World. <laughs> that's true. That was Wayne's World too. That, Wayne's World wasn't bad, but it it's kind yeah. of funny. Saw it in the theater. Yeah, that's the last time I've seen it. So maybe I saw, I saw Wayne's World two in the theater. Maybe I saw one in the theater. I remember I did. One of my friends oh. left in the middle of it. Well, there was like four of us there. Yeah. And like, seriously, like 20 minutes into it, one, one of our friends he just gets up. And we all drove together, by the way. Right. And he goes, oh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, he didn't even drive here. <laughs> he hates this movie. Wow. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. That I recall. It was fun. It's we're, been years. We were like 12. Right? Yeah. 14. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Uh but that uh, that is not this movie, but Gruber though you say is. Oh, you okay. should. It it looks horrible, and and Val Kilmer plays the villain, and it's like it's like a MacGyver ripoff or mm-hmm. you know parody, but it's a, this is like a two hour Silent Night. Live it's skit. also thirty years too late. Exactly right. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like sitting through the trailer at the theater was literally painful. Like 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 a minute and a half into the trailer, I'm like, this is a really long trailer. I'm like, wow, that's not a good sign. You know? Yeah, if you can't even stuff the trailer. trailer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Val Kilmer, he's good in this one though. Excellent, yeah. Gay, Gay Perry. Gay Perry, <laughs> what a great character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chick, I have no idea who she was. I Me mean, uh, neither. Harmony. Harmony, was Harmony. Her, Harmony? It's her name? It's her character name? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a twisty, turny plot, uh, plays a lot with noir conventions. Yeah. Uh, like, like, kind of makes fun of, like, you know, sort of the, the private detective story, you know, and like, like they even pointed out, you know, it's like, oh, you know, takes on two cases, one of them is straightforward and the other one's weird and then it turns out they're the same case. Yeah, That's exactly what this movie is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like even even like a lot of the small things like uh i don't know like even just like the fact that you know the guy's always smoking yeah they sort of make fun of that uh but it's not like it's not hackneyed and like uh like let's make fun of the conventions it's right, right in your face right. yeah it. yeah, yeah. A, it still plays them straight at the same time right <laughs> but it's it's yeah, it's got a subtlety to it uh also like one thing that i i really liked about it is that uh Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character uh, has to kill some people throughout the movie and like every time he does it it's just like it tears him up inside you know he he doesn't want to do that and like you know the normal version of this movie you know the guy would be a hard ass who has no problem ever killing anyone (laughs) ever and you know like so I I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah like even though it's like a parody-ish in ways it's like Probably more realistic than most of the... Right, right, Yeah, right. yeah it's, it's pretty well done. Right. Pretty well done. And, uh, yeah, wow, same writer's lethal weapon, really. Yep. That blows me away. I didn't recognize the name. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is his first movie he's ever directed, though. Yeah? Which, yeah, seems a little... I guess, I don't know. I was going to say it seems a little weird being like, you know, 20-some years after the first yeah. Weapon, but, you know. They just finally let him do it. They're like, oh, ah, yeah, wait, yeah. wait. And uh, if I remember correctly, like, uh, I remember looking up his IMDb page. He hasn't done a ton of stuff. Really? Yeah. He, he probably raked in the cash and just laid low. Maybe. Who knows? Uh-huh. I know he's uh, attached to direct some sort of comic book movie coming out. Of I don't know what, though. I swear I heard a story that he left Hollywood for a while and they came back, and he was shopping around screenplays, and like all the people in the studios didn't even know who he was anymore. Right. Like, they'd forgotten who he was, and uh, he was like, "I did Lethal Weapon," and like they'd forgotten about him and didn't give him a chance for a while. I, right. I remember hearing, I like this guy that shops at my work is a big Lethal Weapon fan, and I remember him telling me that, um, like there was a something about something about it. yeah he was <coughs> having trouble getting back into the business after right. his big hiatus or something. Right. But, <laughs> Maybe this was maybe something that brought him back. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was uh, an effective uh, directorial debut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got a he's got a good style. It wasn't overpowering. Uh, but it was stylish. It was stylish though. Yeah. yeah it Kinda, wasn't bland at all. It was quirky and it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't hard to follow, but it was like sporadic enough that, like, it had that Terry Gilliam thing where yeah, it's like, right. this is weird, wow, and there's these random flashbacks that, I'm, you know, like, when they showed, like, the night the school mascot, right. like, just hilarious weird <laughs> flashbacks that I'm surprised they filmed, I'm surprised it wasn't just something they mentioned. Right, right but, Like, they yeah. actually show it, like, these are weird um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Little, little vignettes yeah, or whatever. The, uh, the opening <laughs> scene uh, with, uh, the, the old-timey magic show. Uh, that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a thing that ties into the rest of the movie, but uh, uh, we see uh, a young guy who turns out to be Robert Downey Jr. Spoiler. Uh, performing a magic trick, and uh, he's sawing the girl in half, and she's in the box, and his friend has the chainsaw to cut the box, and... <laughs> Uh, she starts screaming bloody murder and everyone freaks out and they finally get the chainsaw to stop and, like, her dad, I guess, comes yeah. running yeah. over and uh, opens the box and it turns out that, like, she's perfectly fine. And she just looks at him and is like, I'm going to be an actress. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just fucking smacks <laughs> her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that was excellent. Uh, another thing with that, I think that's, like, the perfect opening for that movie because it totally... Sets the tone for for everything else. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <coughs> it was beautifully shot, dude. Yeah, 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 it was. It looks amazing, and and like the opening sequence, like the credit sequence, was amazing. Like it had, oh, like a saw bass. Yeah, uh, yeah. It had like it. It sort of reminded me of the Mad Men animation, like yeah, the yeah, opening credits. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just really, really slick. Yeah, nice. I like, a, I like an animated opening like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ruthless People? Come on. I've never seen that. Oh, we need to watch that. But, uh, yeah, like a like a Saul Bass type opening, or, or Mad Men, which is also another Saul Bass type opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck it, even City Slickers.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very stylish. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like Bond-ish, James yeah, Bondish. Yeah, yeah. Without all the crap. No, not. I as don't many. like James Bond openings. Oh, really? I like this. Yeah. I mean, they're a little too. Look at me! I've got titties and a gun. But... Yeah, and like they go on forever because it's like they commission that song from whatever is a popular artist yeah. at the time, and so they play the whole fucking song, and it's usually like twenty minutes long. I mean, "Live and Let Die" has to be one of the longest songs ever fucking written. <laughs> I, I yeah, my least favorite one was James Bond and I got a debita. That that movie. <laughs> the opening was just te- tedious is yeah. the word. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um who else was in this movie? Anyone, anyone? Uh Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burnson. That mm-hmm. was really cool what they did with the mm-hmm. old footage and it was uh, Native American Joe Pesci, <laughs> American Joe Pesci, <laughs> uh, Bazillion oh. Bob Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> was a punk rock Steven Seagal or <laughs> something like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty good. <laughs> uh, as far as like uh, name actors, uh, like I think I've seen the lead girl's name in other movies, but I could not tell you what she's ever been in. Otherwise, <laughs> but, but you know. The the uh, writer that they refer to in the movie, the Galloway or whatever his name is. Or the character. Johnny Gossamer. Johnny Gossamer. Is that a real thing? I don't think so. No. I doubt it. Probably not. Probably not. Awesome pulp covers, though. Oh, fuck yeah, they were. They, they showed like, several of these books that they that they mentioned the series that a couple of characters are interested in. Uh, during the during the movie. I don't want to, sp- I don't want to sp- uh, they're private uh, pulp novels. Yeah. You know, and, and it features a character called Johnny Gossamer Great covers, yeah. And just they look like those old, you know, forties, fifties style painted yeah. uh, covers, and uh, in the uh, the comic series Criminal and Incognito, you know, he often has like ads in the back for. Like, reprints of, like, old pulpy novels and right. stuff. And, like, they all just have those great covers. Oh, and man. Oh, yeah, I remember they actually had a pulp convention in Dayton a few years back. Really? And I didn't go to it, but uh, Jim Steranko was there. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, because he, he, uh, he's a big proponent of that. Yeah, so he wrote he, uh, the very first graphic novel ever was a pulp detective novel. Really? Yeah. Which Said one? he did. can't recall the name. No but yeah, i think generally he is credited as having the very first graphic novel ever really i thought will Eisner was no nope. Con- contrary with god i think uh, strangeo did it really yeah that's what i read i have to look that up mm. not sure not mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. but I, but i think he's done actually doesn't has he done like commission work for oh i'm sure he has. yeah 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 that'd be a fun show to go to like i don't know if i'd buy anything but just to see all that artwork is right. that run by the guy who uh, owns uh booker uh, so I think he's... Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we've got that big back room I think of, it was at the uh, Schuster, so it was pretty huge. It was well, big. it doesn't matter where it was. Mm-hmm. I'm asking who ran it. I don't, know if he could, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he could afford to rent the Schuster's. Why not? Pond. It's Booker. You think they've got that They've much got scratch? four fucking stores, yeah. all in the same block. <laughs> and Fairboy. <laughs> it's like a big fish in a small pond sort of thing. Uh, still, but, I mean, honestly, out of all the comic stores in Dayton... Mavericks isn't the most successful one. What? <laughs> I would say that honor goes to Bookery, sir. You've seen our baseball card collection, right? <laughs> I've seen them stuck to the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. Yeah. you probably. It probably was him. Uh, Tim, is that his name. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, they got yeah. that big back room full of, uh, full of pulp, pulp, and old magazines. Do you like books. pulp and your orange juice? Uh, I do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a little. Like a like. Medium pulp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, one time I was sick and I uh, bought some orange juice and uh, I think it must have had extra pulp in it or something yeah. like that. Like, I poured a glass, I drank it, and seriously, like, a third of the glass was still full of pulp. You're, like, chewing your orange juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> that's not good. It makes me think it's spoiled somehow. Right, right. Isn't it weird, like, certain textures and foods will make you think that? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't eat mashed potatoes if it's, like, chunky. Really? Because because it makes me think like like if there's some like a hard clump in there, like or just like you know like a like a, a solid piece of potato has like mm-hmm. you know uh, managed to, to not be mashed. It, it feels like the process wasn't complete. Right, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. These potatoes weren't mashed. This right, guy got right. through somehow. Yeah. And I'm I'm not a huge <laughs> mashed. <coughs> <I just vomited. laughs> I'm not a huge mashed potato fan anyway. But like you know that extra bit like just totally just makes me gag right, right? yeah i can't do it yeah not a fan not a fan I, yeah, i'm you with know. you <laughs> all right so anything else about kiss kiss Bang Bang? uh surprisingly good um if you like comedy and noir it is yeah. your thing indeed some good performances looks great mm-hmm Engaging story. Fast-paced. fast Lots of action. Yes. Witty dialogue. Witty dialogue. Uh, very funny. Action-packed. Yeah, not so much action-packed, but action-y. What year is this movie? 2005 to 2006, mm-hmm. maybe? Mid-aughts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Find it. Find it indeed. Netflix, Netflix it. Netflix it. I'm sure they got it. Right? Buy it. I did. What? That's crazy. Go to your favorite second-hand video store. Oh, there you go. On the cheap. On the cheap. Or go to a Best Buy or a mart or, or rip it off online. Or download a torrent, you motherfuckers. <laughs> we know you outlaws listen to this. You yeah. you rebels, you ne'er-do-wells. I would never do such a thing, personally. No. We don't condone or or even understand what that means. I wouldn't know where to start. Yeah. All right, then. Take a brick. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> to good or trash how's it going goes all right yeah so there is no such thing as a tootsis the cat who could drive a car movie i'm deflated (laughs) there's a half an hour special you found out in 92 uh that's probably may have been available on video at one point in time i swear i saw it somewhere, somewhere in the box but it uh, is not available at this point. In time. Uh, I'll look for it if I'm more like a half books or You do that. Anywhere that has videos, because I'm sure it's not even on DVD. Nope. Bummer. Bummer. Yeah. Bummer. Maybe uh, GameSwap, I'll have it. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, okay. Matt could keep an eye out. Yeah. On right. eBay. Yeah, yeah I'm sure maybe even uh, Amazon would probably have a link to it somewhere, yeah. you know it see I can see that being one of those things there's like eight, uh four four for four used copies for eighty eight dollars and up yeah, 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 like I can yeah. see that' cause it's one of those weird collectibles probably or yeah you know four used copies for one set <laughs> that's <laughs> it's just true. gonna be one of the yeah. other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it up, see what's going on. Although that does but seem But if it's excessive. a half hour, I don't want to invest my time in that. It seems that. excessive, doesn't it? Yeah. If I, it was going to be two hours, I totally would have been down for, for doing it for the <laughs> yeah. show. But for, for just, for, just for half time. hour, just for nothing? Yeah, yeah. We can watch It's Pat, maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> that, yeah. I've gone this far without seeing it. I'm fine without ever seeing Didn't it. Didn't David Lynch produce that? Like, pay to have that made or I something? I don't know. It seems like somebody was involved in that. Uh, with uh, Julia Sweeney. Was that Pat? Yeah. Okay. She was good in, uh, what was that movie we watched? Softland Tales? was she in that? Wasn't that her? I don't recall. She may have been in that. There's a bunch of Saturday Night people in there. Yeah. i like... she was in Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. Which one was she? She was the, uh, she was Harvey Cantel's, uh, daughter slash girlfriend or, or, uh, no, she was the, 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 the chick at the, uh, car, uh, the car crushing uh, facility at the end Harvey Cattell takes uh, Vincent and Jules there oh okay okay uh, yeah huh I can't picture your face for some reason it's been a while since I've seen that film you should watch it sometime yeah it's good it's a good movie Christopher Walken Christopher Walken Tim Roth Tim Roth yeah Bruce Willis Bruce Willis Samuel L. Jackson John Derolta, Uma Thurman Steve Buscemi Wow. The list goes on and on. Quentin Tarantino. Who? I don't know. Bing Rhames. Bing Rhames is good. The guy who played Zed. His name I can't think of. <laughs> but he's been in stuff. Peter Green. Peter Green, that's such a porno name, isn't it? No. Like, you yeah. know, I don't know. Mm. Peter mm. Green. Mm. It just sounds porno hey. I mean Peter Long definitely more, Yeah. more important. Miles Long, that's right. a good one. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. If Peter Green just has that. I, I picture a, a tall guy, kind of muscular with a mustache whenever I hear Peter Green. I don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just see the guy who was uh, who played Zed in uh, Pulp Fiction, and he was the villain in The Mask. The uh, ascent was he Sam Elliott's character. No, that's a different mask. That's mask. Okay. Not the mask. (laughs) I don't think mask had a villain. (laughs) Although, Pulp Fiction and mask. Eric Stoltz. Oh, wow, yeah. Bringing it back. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what I'm bringing it back to, but... (laughs) Uh, It's full circle. (laughs) We just We're like retarded children that have to play in the backyard. (laughs) We can't leave. We just run around in circles with a sprinkler going, with our rubber underpants on. And that's the show. Yeah. That's what we do. It's about as apt as any other description. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thanks for looking up, Toonces. Um, uh, not a problem. Not I'm, a problem. I'm a little disappointed, but now I, at least I know. Yeah, yeah. die happy. I, uh... You what? What was that? I watched this weekend for the... You didn't ask me any questions or anything, so I'm just uh, taking control of this. What'd you do this weekend? For the very first time, I watched the movie Halloween by John Carpenter. Yeah. Of the Carpenter Carpenters. It's considered a classic. It is considered a classic. A lot of horror fans love it. It's the first slasher movie of its type. Or, I guess, basically, it's the first slasher movie. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, as far as I'm aware. Jamie Lee Curtis, her first movie. Was it really? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 And what'd you think? I did not like that movie at all. <laughs> I, I, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, you're not a fan of the slasher genre. It's uh, my least favorite horror subgenre. Right. Yeah. So, it basically spawned. A thousand movies you hate. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but... Uh, Hundreds. Because I've seen slasher movies that I've liked. All right. But uh, the thing is that like, the slasher movies that I liked were all influenced by Halloween, were all inspired by Halloween, and in some cases all ripped off Halloween. Yeah. And in some of those cases, a lot of them did it better. Or they, like, changed the genre slightly. Like, I know you, like, Hatchet it a lot. They made it yeah, yeah it as a yeah. like, comedy horror slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, Uh Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Mm-hmm. A mockumentary uh, slasher film. Cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've seen some really good slashers. I'm, not, I'm just saying. The Hitcher? It, huh? The Hitcher? I've never seen The Hitcher. Oh, it's a good one. All right. See Thomas Howe, Rutger Hauer? Yeah. We're yeah. talking about the remake with Sean Bean. Uh, I honestly think I have seen that one as well, but I put it out of my memory, so it must not have been good. Or at least, I must not have enjoyed it. Right. Yeah, the first one scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Right. But, uh, I mean, uh, when, I, when I say that the slasher is my least favorite horror subgenre, it just means that, like, you know, if you give me a zombie movie or a slasher movie, I'm going to pick the zombie. Oh, yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I just, uh. Yeah. The thing is that the the slasher movie, like, well, I guess the same could be said for any subgenre of horror movie that uh, you see enough of them, they're all kind of the same. Uh, This is true. But uh, I think it's even worse with the slasher. Well, because there's not much there. Right, yeah. Like, he doesn't talk... Right. He's not in most of the scenes. Yeah. It's just, it gets boring pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So, unless someone does something really different with it or. Innovation. The, huh? Innovation's Innovation. Innovation, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. So, when you see the very first one that invented all the cliches and everything like that, after you've seen everybody, you know, take it and run with it. All right. It doesn't live up to what it's supposed to be. All right. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure, like, hundreds of years ago. When one guy, like, juggled two balls, you're like, the people around were like, that's really neat, Carl. Right. Yeah. But now that you've seen, like, people jug 30 chainsaws. Right, right, yeah. The two ball guy's not yeah, so great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't do it. Right, but you know, yeah, it's it's much gonna, more impressive to see the other guy. If you're gonna sit down and watch one, you're gonna pick the right. Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, like I, yeah. I would rather watch High Tension or Hatchet than Halloween. Right. Yeah. Even though they all start with the same letter, pretty much. Um, <laughs> well, I guess not. Pretty much, they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I know I'm with you. I, I watched it a few years ago for the first time ever, and I didn't even make it through the whole thing. Right. And, it, and it wasn't like I turned it off. Like, someone suggested, it, like, hey, why don't we, you know, go outside and walk in a circle. And I was like, okay. Right. You know. <laughs> like, whatever they suggested, I forget. <laughs> it was, like, better than finishing the movie. Right. So. I did like Rob Zombie's Halloween, though. Mm-hmm. Never, saw it. I never saw it. I wouldn't recommend it, but I liked it. I'm sure it was more stylistic. It was, yeah. yeah. Technically better, I think. Uh, Same story? Just more effective. Essentially the same story. Uh, Like, there's about uh, a 40-minute chunk of it, uh, like, added in. Of his wife naked? Uh, Probably. Uh, No. He seems to like to just film her. She's in it, but she's not naked. She plays Michael's mother. Really? Yeah. Okay. Is she older now? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure she's older now than she was five minutes ago. But I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, literally. But it, does she look older now? Because I thought she looked really young, like she's, she's like she in her mid thirties, early forties, maybe. Mm-hmm. I okay. would assume. But uh, she plays his mother when he's like you know nine years old. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. both movies start out with young Michael Myers okay. killing I his sister, you. and uh, so you know she's she plays. His mother in the new one. Okay, I thought Michael was like 30 or something. I don't know. Michael Myers. I thought he was older. As he's doing the killing. No, he starts he's out as a little kid. Okay. A little kid. Uh, he gets locked up in a, an asylum. And in Rob Zombie's version, we see his entire life in the asylum, basically, is where the, the two versions differ. Uh, so she's in quite a bit of those scenes as... Uh, as Mommy. As his mom, as, uh, as Michael, uh, deteriorates further and further into the psychopath he will become. And then as he grows older, she stops going to visit him, and then she dies off screen. And so, you know, and, uh, she's in the second one, though. Rob Zombie's uh, second Halloween film. As his mom? As his mother. Uh-huh. But I believe mostly as a hallucination. He's got to give her work. He's yeah. got to well. keep, keep the paychecks coming. Mm-hmm. There's some, some, some exciting tunes coming on from over here. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe there's a car going by or something. That was loud. I'm guessing it was probably maybe them. Mm-hmm. The neighbors. Maybe. Could have been them. Maybe. Who knows? That was awkward. Sorry about that. Eh, not alright. I, yeah, I didn't mean to bring something up that no one can hear. No, I, yeah. Well, I, can um, I could hear it. Okay, <laughs> I can hear it too. Yeah, there was some loud music coming by some from, from nearby. <clears throat> but, uh, anyway. Yeah. Enough of this talk about Halloween and Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah. this is... I don't understand why people hate her so much. This is April, not October. What are we doing? We're so we're far off. We're six months off. Yeah. What's wrong with us? Yeah, I don't I don't hate her. Okay. Sherman, okay. So okay. I'm different. sounded no. like he hated her. Oh, no, I just, it just seemed like, I've only seen a couple of his movies, but it seems like he just, oh she, yeah, she's in all of them. Yeah, and he just films her for like ten minutes at a time in the movie for no reason. No, she's got a role to play. All right. There's no, no, for no reason <laughs> while she's there. It seems Other like than that they're married all right well, I mean I mean like she seems like she's on screen for like long periods of time, like where he just doesn't turn the camera off for some reason I, don't know. I think you're thinking of pest corpses, yeah, which I, I agree with you on that she's definitely uh, uh on there more than she probably should have been. Mm. But I think with uh, Devil's Rejects and Halloween, she was uh, there for necessary purposes to to fill the role that she was supposed to play. Right. I, well, yeah, with Devil's Rejects, I'm probably just thinking of, I wish the camera would just have stopped right. <laughs> altogether <clears throat> instead of filming any particular actor. Right. Right. But yeah. 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 But yeah, like you said, Halloween. Halloween. Good times. Yeah. So, uh, so now what should I pick a book to read? I suppose so this uh this has come crashing down hard, apparently <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we're struggling we're we're not doing very well with anything uh, I got nothing interesting to say at all. You got nothing interesting to say at know, all we're we're just geared up, we're excited to go out of town. We're gonna get out of Dayton, Ohio for a weekend. that's pretty yeah, cool. yeah. But again, as I said last week, uh, you know it's 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 cool. I'm excited. You know, I look forward to uh, hanging out in the hotel room for most of the the weekend and, and not doing anything. And, <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> because I uh, for some reason I see myself doing a lot of going back to the hotel room on yeah. Saturday afternoon. That sounds cool though. Reading some comics, drinking some whiskey. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. Fuck yeah! I should get drunk. I should yeah. Oh, I did, yeah. I did that once at a horror convention I went to. You yeah, had a few drinks on the way in? Uh, I had a few drinks there. Uh, after a whole night of drinking the night before. Uh, forget, like uh, It was me and my friend. We, we went out Friday night. Uh, I got wasted. And then I got up early Saturday morning and went to this uh, horror convention at uh, the Dayton Convention Center. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they had an open bar. I drank there. Really open bar. Yeah. I had a horror gun. Yeah. What were they thinking? I don't know, but apparently I wasn't the only one partaking. Everybody just probably assumed it cost money. I guess. I don't know. But uh, I went up there. I drank and drank and drank all afternoon. I was there from like, you know, 10 a.m. to (laughs) 6 p.m. Wow. uh, Got pretty drunk there. What Uh, were you doing, just sitting there? I was, well, you like, I was walking around. Oh, okay. You didn't, like, sit there for eight hours. No, 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 yeah. I I gotcha. I went to see all the exhibits. I met uh, Sid Haig of uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects fame. Uh, Um, I met uh, met, uh, Dr. Creep, Barry Hobart. (laughs) Uh, I met uh, some nude model who who uh, got a picture taken with me. While she was nude? Uh, no, she was not nude. Yeah. But, uh, she was wearing some skippy outfits. Uh, she was trying to sell her wares. Yeah, I met uh, some soap opera actress who was in a bunch of uh, Brassfield level horror movies. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, I met J.O. Bar, The crow, crow Guy. The Crow Guy. What's he do now? Uh, I don't know. Still riding the crow wave, I bet. Uh, I'm sure. In some actually, I think either I read that he has something new coming out. Really? Yeah. I'd be curious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. but at the time, I think he definitely was still. Uh, he was putting out like crow sketchbooks yeah, and, and yeah. t-shirts and yeah, yeah, crow uh, bubble blowers yeah. or whatever. Whatever he could sell. But I guess really, if if uh, if you created a uh, a goth icon. That uh hundreds of thousands <laughs> of uh retarded teenagers all uh, fell into the trap of loving. Right. Wouldn't you ride that wave as long as you could I probably would, but yeah, it, yeah. it just seems kinda sad where he, he like he turned his like this like great loss he had in his life into right. this artistic expression and then he just pimped the shit out of it and like turned it into like a Pez dispenser, you know? Yeah. But at least he at least he recovered, you know. Yeah. least he yeah. didn't kill himself and right. you know, he moved on and yeah. did some art. It's good. Once in a while, I keep thinking about reading The Crow for the show. Really? Yeah. It's been a many, many moons since I read that. Me as well. I was probably in high school last time I read it. Uh, I think as was I. As you're supposed to be. You what? Yeah. <laughs> Either that or maybe pick the movie. Oh, gosh. Really? What? I don't remember that being so great. I remember enjoying it, okay. but I was like 16 when I saw it, so. Okay. I remember it being. I remember it in such a way that I don't think I would like it now. But I'd be curious. I'm not going to pick either of those anytime soon. So, but the thought is sort of always under the surface. Interesting. (sighs) Interesting. (sighs) Yeah. Well, speaking of picking things, picking have to go pick my nose in the bathroom. but no. you just did it right here. I know. Well, it was just for you. It's disgusting. It was just for you. Did I tell you it? about some guy at the store did that the other day? Uh, there was a magic customer in the store, and I looked over him I am shocked. <laughs> and he's, and, like, I'm having a conversation with one guy who's on the other side of the counter, like, directly on the other side of the counter from me, and his friend is, like, you know, five feet away from him, looking like a magic case. And I look over, and his friend is just, like, going to town, like, picking his nose. And it like... And the guy that I'm talking to even says something, and his friend even, you know, responds. He doesn't look up, look over our way, uh, uh, but he, like, you know, engages in speech with us. Right. Uh, just keeps picking his nose. Knuckle beep. Oh, yeah. And it's his thumb, too. His thumb's inside of the nostril. and then, <laughs> And then, like, the worst part, though, like, as he, like, he even says something, he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then, like, he takes his fingers out and he just makes this flicking motion towards the ground. And I was like, he just, he just. Like the booger under our ground. Oh, under uh, the carpet. Uh, I mean, not that our carpet is anywhere near clean, but... Right. But it, it doesn't need the boogers. No? Right, yeah. That's disgusting. It was pretty bad. Yeah. That was nasty. But, but that's what people do. Yeah. That's what... God love them. That's our magic players. Yeah. There, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, you're going to pick a comic for us to read. Yeah. I'm, uh... I fell into a trap. I, I realized this just uh, moments ago. Uh, I've picked two Vertigo books in a row, so I'll try not to do that again. Well, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives a shit? You pick whatever you need to pick. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, who knew that? Chris your head. your head looks weird, doesn't it? Your head looks weird, and I don't know where her hand was. There was a picture of a Chris Bicello phoenix. Just yeah. strange. Lief- Liefeld-inspired, maybe. <laughs> not not a dope didn't oh, Well, I mean, just fortunately, it was yeah, yeah, not, his, not his, his, his usual. Not up to his, uh, his uh, standard. Yeah. 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 So this Vertigo book. <laughs> Vertigo book I'm picking. Uh, Which, but, again, it doesn't fucking matter what you pick. Who gives a shit? Just pick a comic. Okay. <laughs> it is a... Uh, I would say, you know, maybe if, uh, like, you know... Your your previous pick was like you know uh, Northlanders Volume One, and this one was Northlanders Volume yeah, Two. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be it's something different, <laughs> or maybe by like uh, like the exact same creative teams or, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, who gives a shit who publishes anything? That's cool. Because <laughs> it wasn't not Because my next one may be a Vertigo one too. Who knows? Go for it. <clears throat> but this one is a hardcover that just came out. It's not a collection. It's a brand new story. Graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Graphic novel, people. It's called Other Lives by Peter Bag, Baggy, Badge. badge. I, don't I don't know how to bag. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's bag. I would say bag. Yeah. yeah. It's got that extra G in the E, though. Uh, yeah. And baggy don't... sounds like such a, like, drug right, phrase. Yeah, so I don't want to yeah, use it. Yeah. Bag? We'll bag. say bag. I'll say bag. Okay. Yeah, Other Lives by Peter Bag. Wow, that just came out. Yeah, just like, like this, this, this week. Literally. Yeah. yeah, like four days ago. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Did yeah. you have an interest in that beforehand? Uh minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Minuscule. Minuscule. Like like enough where like uh You're aware of it. I was aware of it and when I saw it on the the shelf at Mavericks and had it not been vacuum sealed I would have flipped through it. Yeah. But uh it wasn't, so I just ignored it. See, Vertigo, that's what you get when you vacuum seal it all. Any comic company that does yeah. that to their hardbacks. I want to flip through something. I know. A especially lot of, if it's an original. A lot of manga does that, but I think they're, they're, they're doing that to the ones that have like exceptional nudity and violence and yeah. Tentacle rape. Tentacle rape. Uh, yeah, right, I, um, uh, Weapon rape. Any kind of rape. Really. I mean, they're, they're starting right. to bag yeah. the rape, yeah. which I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Get it out there for the kids. Yeah. It's, it's what it's there for. They do love the manga. And the rape. And the rape. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, like, like I think uh, I, I kind of understand why if you put out, like, a hardcover and you, you put the seal around it, you know, because you don't want people ripping up the, uh, the dust jacket or anything right. like that, but uh, if it's an original something, like, you know, it's not a trade or anything like that, I people kind of want to flip through it just to see if they want to buy it. Um, Or at least they could have, like, because I I know they didn't put, you know, Vertigo does a lot of previews in the back of other Vertigo books. Like, I could see them bagging it if there had been a preview in every other Vertigo book. Right, right. But there was no such thing. Yeah. And and, uh, also, there was no dust jacket on this one. It was just a hard Wow. So, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, this is the kind of thing that, like, uh, I don't think a casual fan is just going to be interested in. I think, only people who are familiar with uh, peter Bagg's work are going to want to pick it up anyway right maybe they're, but, <laughs> you know if if you want to get other people interested maybe you know let people take it take off a look. Look. Yeah. maybe they were afraid that once they saw his artwork they wouldn't buy it that's no. true because yeah. he does have a very like distinct yeah yeah like, yeah, like yeah. it doesn't really it's not mainstream yeah. by any means no and I mean I've not read a ton of his work I've never read anything I've uh, never read any hate or anything like oh that. really okay I you but did. I did like uh, his uh, what was it the megalomaniacal uh, megalomaniacal Spider-Man. spider-man and the the incorrigible hulk yeah. and uh, the strange tales yeah. I've enjoyed that stuff that's cool so I mean yeah I'll, um, I'll definitely look forward to reading it but uh, otherwise I probably would not have had any interest on my own to do so, so. sweet yeah awesome other lives. Peter Bag, mm-hmm. Baggy. Who knows? Vertigo. Yeah. We'll say Bag. We'll say Bag. Bag. Yeah. We'll look it up later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll look up Bag and then parentheses, pronounced. Yeah. Google yeah. that. Oh, Wikipedia. Him and I usually have pronunciations. Oh yeah. Pronunciation good, so. it There's no uh, pre-planning on my part ever. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, research. Who needs it? <laughs> That's for Balls. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. All right. All right. See you. Good night. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. Burner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, Seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.